0: Off the coast of Los Angeles, something strange is happening. So let's say I go to the port of Los Angeles and look out at the ocean. What would I see?
1: You would see about 60 ships waiting to anchor. Yeah, you would see a lot of ships, dozens of ships, let's put it this way, waiting to anchor.
0: That's our colleague Costas Paris. He covers shipping. And in normal times, how many ships would be out there? None. None?
1: None. Waiting? None. Maybe one, two, three. We can deal with that. Easily.
0: Los Angeles is America's busiest commercial port city. A lot of the goods imported from China pass through there. And in normal times, ships dock and unload their cargo almost as soon as they arrive. But for months, that hasn't been the case. The ships have to wait weeks before they can pull into port to unload. And because of that, the average time it takes for goods to get from China to the U.S. has doubled. And this problem has gotten so big that a lot of people are trying to solve it.
2: I know uh, you're hearing a lot about something called supply chains and how hard it is to uh, get a range of things from a toaster to sneakers to bicycles to bedroom furniture.
0: Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Thursday, October 14th. Coming up on the show, how the global supply chain has failed and what's being done to fix it.
3: This episode is brought to you by Canva. When your work looks good, you look good. So create all the stunning presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos you need with Canva. Start with one of the designer-made templates or jump ahead with the power of AI. It's a real time saver and anybody can use it. Whatever department you work in, whatever you need, Canva will help you get it done and make it look fantastic. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. Tap the banner to learn more.
0: For months, retailers like Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco have been struggling with delays at the Port of Los Angeles, which has led to some major headaches.
4: It means they don't have the products they want when they want to sell them. And if they don't have the products, they're not going to make the sale, and that's going to hurt them financially and potentially be an annoyance for shoppers as well. That's our colleague Sarah Nassauer.
0: She covers big retailers. And she says retailers have been trying to find a way around this problem for months, especially as they plan for the busiest shopping season of the year.
4: If you have something that's seasonal and it arrives late, then you can't sell it. It's not like a TV, right, where if it arrives late, you potentially could just sell that when it arrives. But if it's a fake Christmas tree, you know, you're going to either have to store that for a whole year until next Christmas, or you're going to sell it at a discount and they want to avoid that.
0: So retailers were on a deadline. They wanted to find a way around the delays before peak holiday season. And this was the subject of a brainstorming session at Home Depot earlier this year. Executives had gathered to try to figure out ways to get goods to their stores faster. And someone had a wild idea. What if we rented a boat?
4: And when I talked to the executive, the transportation executive at the company, she said it started off as a joke. You know, her team was like brainstorming. Like, what the heck can we do? This is a big problem. An airplane isn't big enough to really make a dent in our import volume. Maybe let's just charter a ship. And then they realized, wait, you, you can charter a ship, in fact, and we should go ahead and do that. And they did. Why did it seem so ludicrous? they have never done it before. It's expensive. It's also just a different relationship, right? There's relationships that retailers have already with the larger ship companies and they have long-term contracts with them and, you know, for a certain amount of capacity. And this would be sort of outside all of those usual channels. Mm -hmm. How big a deal is it that retailers are doing this? I think it's a pretty big deal. It shows just how crazy it's gotten that they have to sort of come up with new things that started as a joke. (laughs) I think they are trying to be creative and find a solution Before this, Home Depot
0: had never shipped anything from China on its own. Normally, it relies on a shipping company. Under a long-term contract, the shipping company agrees to export a quantity of goods, say, 20,000 lawnmowers, for Home Depot a year. The shipping company is in charge of packing up those lawnmowers into containers, loading those containers onto big cargo ships, and ferrying them across the ocean to U.S. ports. But now, Home Depot was going to do it all on its own. How did Home Depot weigh the advantages and disadvantages of chartering a ship?
4: My sense is it's really about what products they wanted to get in fast and how important it was to do so financially. And the products that Home Depot is putting on those ships, their own chartered ships, just tend to be things that are selling really well right now that they want more of. And that they feel they need to sell in a time-sensitive way. For example, you know, like a space heater, right? There, there's a seasonal component to that. You might not want it by the spring. So it's not necessarily like, okay, this product works really well to go on a, our own chartered ship because it's big and bulky and the economics make sense. It's really just about which products they need when and prioritizing those. Home
0: Depot isn't the only company chartering ships right now. So are companies like Walmart, Costco, Dollar Tree, and Coca-Cola. But these chartered ships only carry a small portion of their imports. So the companies have to find other fixes, too.
4: In some cases, they're looking for domestic or supply outside of Asia that they could bring into the country in different ways. They're raising prices to make up for it. Walmart sent people to the ports where they're congested a few weeks ago to like, help manage bringing their ships in and offloading them. All with the hope of getting things from the port to their store more quickly. Yeah, from from the port onto a truck, onto a semi-truck, and then to the distribution center and to the store. Chartered ships have another advantage. They're much smaller.
0: Instead of holding 20,000 containers, they can hold as few as 1,000. So they can travel to smaller ports like Oakland or Portland and avoid some of the backups at places like L.A., which gives retailers better control over when their cargo will arrive. But chartering a ship is expensive. It costs about twice as much as paying for space on a big cargo ship, more than $30,000 per container. So it isn't an option available to all retailers. Did you talk to any companies that thought about
4: doing this and decided not to? No, I didn't. Except, of course, the smaller companies that just felt... They can't. You know, it's not an option that's financially available to them. They're really doing more of the, OK, my company offered me this slot at X price, this, this reservation to get my stuff across the ocean at X price. And I'm going to have to decide whether to take it or not. So
0: big retailers like Walmart and Home Depot have the, f- the means to charter these ships, but smaller businesses can't. What does this mean for the retail landscape right now?
4: It could mean that smaller retailers are at a big disadvantage over the holidays because they won't have as much product that people want. Costs for them could go up. It could mean that their products are more expensive than at the big retailers, which again could, you know, send shoppers over to the big retailers. We'll have to wait and see, but that is a definite possibility.
0: But there's a change coming that could help everyone with goods stuck at the port of L.A.,
3: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com journal terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Canva. It's time to ditch your old presentation programs at work and try Canva presentations instead. It'll help you create stunning slides in no time, no design experience needed. Just start with one of the designer made templates or generate something in seconds with AI, then polish it up and get ready to wow your audience. It's that easy. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at Canva.com. Designed for work. Tap the banner to learn more.
0: Yesterday, President Biden stepped up to a podium to announce a deal.
2: And today we have some good news. We're going to help speed up the delivery of goods all across America.
0: Biden had reached an arrangement aimed at fixing one of the problems in the global supply chain. The port of L.A. doesn't
2: run 24-7. Traditionally, our ports have only been open during the week, Monday through Friday. And they're generally closed down at nights and on weekends. The Biden administration had been
0: negotiating with the union, the port, retailers and freight operators. So work at the port would happen around the clock.
2: 24-7 system, what most of the leading countries in the world already operate on now, except us, until now.
0: Costas says Biden's announcement is a good first step. But until the rest of the supply chain is 24-7, slowdowns will remain.
1: You cannot have a port working 24-7, and the rest of the supply chains, like the truck drivers and the trail operators and the warehouses not working 24-7. They did it at Long Beach with pilot programs, and. After the second shift, no truck driver went to pick up cargo. So I say, now Los Angeles will work 24-7. You tell me what is the pragmatic expected result from this. The answer is done. Everybody has to work 24-7.
0: But even when the Port of L.A. opens 24-7, that will only add an extra 3,500 container deliveries a day.  — which is not enough to alleviate the shipping delays. Because some of those delays extend beyond L.A. Slowdowns are happening around the world. Costa says COVID testing means ships in China have to wait a week to unload. —
1: That's the average time for the Chinese authorities to determine that it's COVID-free. So they're asking for tests and things like that. So it waits for a week
0: while the crew is tested for coronavirus.
1: Yeah. Because of that routine of the one week waiting, there's a number of ships that are waiting to do the same thing. Dozens wait out Shanghai for that week. Eventually, the empties get unloaded. That takes some time. If it's a very, very big ship, it can take four or five days. And then the new cargo goes in. That takes quite some time for the ships to be loaded.
0: After these ships cross the ocean, they face those delays at the port of L.A. So right now, it's taking longer than ever to get an item from China to a
1: store shelf in the U.S. This, I think, will give you the picture because it depends on the cargo. It depends on the ship. It depends on the port. So the average time to send a box from Shanghai to Chicago was 40 days. Now it's more than 80 days. Twice. That involves the sailing, and it involves the inland logistics. So it's the delays of the ship, it's delays of the port, it's delays of the warehousing, it's the delays of the trains, it's delays of everything. It's just a chain reaction. One brings the other, right? And it's not one part which is responsible. All of them are. That's why it's called supply chain. <laughs> <laughs> right? And every link on that supply chain in the United States suffers.
0: Biden stressed the same thing yesterday in his announcement and asked the other parts of the supply chain to
2: make changes too. But now we need the rest of the private sector chain to step up as well. This is not called a supply chain for nothing. This means the terminal operators, railways, trucking companies, shippers, and other retailers as well.
0: in talking to retailers about this shipping situation. Do they say that this is a temporary problem or that it's sort of revealing a more permanent one?
4: Retailers are saying this is not a temporary problem, that they see this at least as sort of a medium term, at least through all of next year, probably into 2023 problem. That is how they're talking about it and planning for it. Whether or not that means it dramatically you know, shifts how ports work in the U.S. remains to be seen. And when they
0: think about it, and and they say that this is a problem that will persist into 2023, that goes beyond just the sort of port of L.A., right? That's also the trucking shortage and, and like the problems along the whole.
4: Exactly. All the links of the supply chain. Exactly. There's this really complex chain of problems that are causing this issue. And, you know, when you can't get enough truckers to drive the trucks, that's a longer-term problem. Even if the Port of L.A., you know, runs 24 hours, is now being planned, or there's other sort of solutions, there's other issues.
0: That's all for today thursday october 14th the journal is a co-production of gimlet and the wall street journal additional reporting in this episode by alex leary and paul berger thanks for listening see you tomorrow